Hi guys, it's another episode of the Six Pack Podcast with me, Rob. It's a Sunday. I'm sitting out my backyard. Bought a fire pit today, so the sun's just going down now. Sitting out near the fire pit and enjoying some of the simple things. So, uh, what do we have to talk about this week? It's been a it's been a pretty busy week. Rehab really kicked in this week, which is something that um, I'd been doing a lot of modules and exercises given to me from the Hampstead Centre prior to my departure, and also some other stuff after I was discharged. But I had to wait, uh, as we know, uh, three weeks, three, nearly four weeks, to get into the day rehab, which is located up at Mobring. Uh, it's called the Spark Rehab Centre. It's just, just to the left, or, or actually, yeah, depending if you're facing the Mobring Hospital, um, it's to the left of the Mobbury Hospital on Smart Road where there are a bunch of professionals, neurologists, psychologists, physiologists, speech therapists, occupational therapists and so on. So that all kicked off last week, which was good. Um, Initially, a lot of people were asking the questions on where I'm at and how things are going, which are pretty much as per my podcasts. I still feel very fortunate to be on the positive side of recovery. The issues that I have, to me, seem minuscule compared to others with the with the same issues or well with the same brain injury problems um and again being in the spark center i could see the very degrees of challenges that people with brain injury face it's not one size fits all even when we were going through some of the um, questions that they had for me for seeing where I was at a lot of the common surprise elements with the therapists were from a cognitive perspective and um, speech and general uh, thought process perspective how well I'm actually doing. Speech therapy doesn't look like something I'll need to continue with. I know that I've got some challenges and I talked about those but you know mine are having to think about what to say and getting tongue-tied. It's part of the reason nowadays I can sometimes 
talk a, a little bit slower or have more sort of pauses between my conversation it's because the brain's working over time to link it all together and it does so pretty well but I know what that process or the difficulty of that process is internally it involves um, that combination of the brain fog being able to know what you want to say but not be able to get it out um, and that's obviously amplified if you're dealing with the headaches or or the pain that come with the brain injury as well but on the scale of 1 to 10 I'm recovering quite well and it is very difficult for people that maybe don't know me or don't know me that well to really know that there's anything going on at all. So speech therapy will probably be one thing that I phase out this week. Well, well, that they phase out with me this week because they feel that I've got a good grip on that. Um, that had been coupled with the fact that I even started the podcast when I was in ICU was, um, yeah, was was a pretty big thing for them. They're like, wow, that's um, a real positive way to attack your your recovery. So, so yeah, so that's that's all going great there. Um, the other side of it, um, the neurology side, probably with the brain fog um, and the day-to-day challenges, short-term memory loss, things like that, we're still going through. Um, the physical side with the physiology, again, I'm starting to build back my core strength, um, working on my fitness, maybe even end up better than I was before on the fitness side of things if if I keep up the routines and so on, which I'm definitely intending to do as I improve um, improve myself in areas that I can, you know, that I don't have to come out of this ordeal being worse than I was. There's ways that I can actually be better than I was as well. So I guess it's just how you want to look at it. I did describe to them today that, not today, sorry, um, last week, that... Um, my coming to terms with the challenges is kind of similar to as a kid how I had to come to terms with having asthma you know it's a day-to-day thing I have to take preventers carry Ventolin Um, it doesn't really stop me from living a, a, a good active life it just becomes challenging at times and my recovery and condition post-surgery has been, it's been, I've been fortunate, I've been lucky in some regards that um, the quality of what I have to work with is, is better than it can be for others. So that's, that's kind of how I'm looking at it as, 
taking it from a positive approach. I do realise it's going to continue to take more time. We've got the rehab underway um, for several weeks now. And then post that, it's really about me setting up routines off the back of what I've learnt and continuing that recovery process. Something that is kind of emerging, albeit accidentally, from the podcast is the amount of people that are pouring out um, listening to the podcast, strangers, people I don't really know and people I do, and how brain injury affects so many more people than I ever stop to think about. It kind of sounds obvious when you think about it, but we go about our day today really ignorant of... Not ignorant, but un... Hang on, I need some more wood here. Um, not ignorant. Ignorant's probably not the right word. Or maybe it is. You know, we don't really give a thought about the challenges of others. And it it seems to me that there's so many people that want to share a story or have a conversation or offer support. And linking that up is hard. I mean, yeah, you can go through the various charities and organisations that promote that sort of stuff. But as I start to explore, you know, what can be done, I start to realise that there's more people that um, aren't necessarily having the opportunity to speak or get things off their chest, heal, recover, whatever you want to call it. So whilst my focus at the moment is on the recovery side of things, a bigger picture is really wanting to be a connector to sort of that because in it I find I learn more about the issue that I'm dealing with and what's actually going on. But it helps people... It helps people deal with what they want to say but then it also helps people on that journey in a positive light too which sometimes can be hard and I get it like I've had the I've had the pity parties about why me albeit for a short period of time been frustrated with the fog and the pain and the the uncertainty the anxiety of of where I sit whether I'm gonna suffer a relapse in the next half an hour or whatever the case may be you know, and I, I start to realise you can't live life like that. We, we could all do that about a varied degree of ailments and illnesses if we wanted to. But there is also a really important message, especially for us on living in this part of the world in Australia. You know, we have a great medical system some might not agree, but compared to other places on the planet, I would say it's bloody good. And often many of us don't take advantage of it. 
you know, we're not going for regular checkups. We're, we're all too busy. And as I've said before, COVID's in a funny way given everybody or forced everybody to stop and think. Now, some people can't think outside the pressure of what COVID's brought and uh, the stresses of what COVID's brought. But for me, you know, it really is now, it's family, friends, security in the sense of having a roof over your head and food on the table. And then kind of outside of that, yeah, sure, there's work and, and things like this that all helps you be able to live a certain lifestyle. But, you know, if the quality of your family and friends is high, it, it, it just shows me that, yeah, you can get so much more than what you think. I, I, I actually lost connection with so many friends out there just because of how busy I've been or how busy I've chosen to be at work. You know, it's not necessarily that work had sort of stripped me away from having a social life or what have you, but I I really enjoy the travel industry. I enjoy what I do. And in in and amongst that, I've pushed pushed and pushed myself time and time again maybe when I stop and reflect on that um, I don't know if that's that's really I don't think it's a conscious decision I think it's just something that sort of happened and in the mix of how fast that train moves you stop and then reflect at a time like COVID and go wow why don't I catch up with those people anymore or more regularly and and sure it can go both ways you 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 ask yourself well why why is it not the case that um others don't catch up with me too but you know how much do you want that I guess and for me post side of surgery it it's allowed me to take a glimpse at the value those individuals can bring to my life, even if it's just a half an hour conversation a month. Um, You know, catching up's a bonus. But even speaking to friends overseas at the moment just gave me a sense of connection and joy that I'd kind of deprived myself of for a while. So... You know, you get it with your family in spades. And the family's the other one as well. It kind of makes me stop and reflect how important it is to catch up with your grandparents, your, your extended family. You know, I had many, many years of beautiful memories when we were younger and it kind of happened all the time. But as we get older, we get busier and, uh, again, it's like, oh, I just don't have the time. You do have the time if you want to make it. It's just where the priorities sit, I guess. So earlier in the week, um, I went through my database of MP3s and data and found a recording of my own nan and granddad that I made five years ago. 
and I put that down on a podcast just for the family members to hear the stories about their history, how they met and how our family actually began. Because it occurred to me, whilst I recorded it five years ago, I never did anything with it. And if something, heaven forbid, had happened to me um, back in May, no one would have ever found that file. It was 100645.m4a, recorded on an iPhone. And unless somebody just happened to be going through hundreds and hundreds of these files systematically one after the other, of course no one would have ever found it. And producing that and saving that is something that uh, we can reflect back on and listen to is important. This is my diary. You're effectively listening to my diary. And I thank every single one of you for your feedback and support about enjoying it, if that's what it does for you. But the bottom line for me is recording it so that I can reflect back on this journey at some point with a better understanding of where my mind was at, how that journey went, and maybe even sometimes improve even more on some of the concepts and things that I'm sharing with you today. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. This fire is absolutely burning like wildfire. Um, So I'm going to sit and enjoy this whilst I have a maybe even my Sunday roast outside. I hope you're spending time with your family and friends and loved ones. And until next time we listen... Uh, See you later.